No, the 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 record button used to be it used to be recording the last version of Audio Hijack and now it's a run. Um so we don't have to do the clap. And that's good. We don't have to do oh, the clap. Oh yes. That is uh reducing the stress levels for me because I no, it's a small thing, but clap always made me nervous. Yeah. The think the synchronization is better anyway when I don't have to do the clap. Uh or when when we don't have to do the clap just because it's like audio hijack deals with it and it's good it's fine um and it also like because because first episode of this podcast right first episode of this podcast we talked about the clap a lot Um, yeah it was it was the first thing we ever talked about on this podcast and then we just it's just it's been a thing um because Mm -hmm. i never did the thing that i said i was going to do and set up like a partition of my mac in order to run the old version so that i could still use audio hijack so all summer we've been dealing with doing the sync clap, um, mm-hmm. and now we don't have to, and I'm less stressed. Yeah. Audio because hijack I always, is nice. Yeah, because I always feel like you know, like I'm falling behind with a clap because well, my reflexes are kind of on the slower side, I think. But anyways, good evening, Skylar. Good morning, Kim. How's it going? <laughs> How are you? Ah, it's going well. I feel tired specifically my feet are tired because i've spent today like three hours walking around a modern art exhibition slash market it's a thing that happens every year in in autumn around this time early october in budapest and a good friend of mine is a a big appreciator of art and she's actually knowledgeable and i usually just tag along because i Modern yeah. art. I'm, I'm. I mean, I look at the modern art from very simplistic point of view. Do I like this or do I not like this? But anyways, it's a fun thing to do once a year. So, but it involves a lot of walking, and I've done a lot of walking today, and I'm a bit tired. Right. That, that was my sense. Saturday. I woke up probably too early this morning. Um, oh no! But or is it? Is it not? Oh no! Situation. Is it good? Well, it. So. I have meetings on Saturday morning, right? Like project meetings. Um, and that's fine. But it's also fall break. So none of the breakfast options on campus were open. So I woke up a little early and went and got myself breakfast from a cafe in town um, and then went to the meeting. But because it was Friday night, I was up too late last night. So I'm I'm tired. Like my velocity is low, but um, we're here. Low velocity. That's a, that's a good way to describe it. Yeah, yeah. My 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 velocity is is a little low, but it's good. And what about viscosity? <laughs> yeah, um I don't know. Come on, good... I, I I used to be an engineer too. I know those words. <laughs> I've got a I've got a low I've got a very low Reynolds number. Um so yeah, okay, no. Um Okay. No, it's a good day though. It's a good day. I'm glad to be glad to I honestly do very much enjoy recording this podcast, so I'm glad to be here. Um, yeah, sorry for skip for missing out last week, but the last week I was so miserable. I mean, it was totally worth it, but yeah, do do you, like it was also a little bit unplanned because if I planned for getting a booster shot, I would prepare better. But it was like as much as one can get an like an unplanned, unexpected vaccination. That's what happened to me. Because you know what was the story. Huh. So, I wrote to my family doctor asking her, uh, okay, 
like I've heard that there are like booster shots, fresh new booster shots available in Hungary already. How can I get one? And my family doctor replies to me, oh, go to such and such hospital. I was like, okay. Then I spent like quite some time trying to find the, like thinking that it will be like the same as it was previous time. Like I would need to go to into some kind of electronic queue, get an appointment with the date and time, you know, yeah, that kind of stuff, because that's how it was organized first uh, three times the covid uh, vaccination and i couldn't find it and so i was like okay i can't find it i still want to get my uh, booster like relatively as soon as possible because for all the travels that i have planned and like just generally because like it's autumn all that things you know now and so i decide to okay it's friday work was relatively quiet lunchtime so i I thought, like, I'll quickly dash to that hospital and ask there. And maybe I will get, I'll be able to get the registration, like the appointment then in person, you know, at the reception desk or something. Yeah. So I quickly go there. I come there. And there is, like, virtually no queue. There are some people sitting waiting. But apparently they were waiting for the, like, those, like, obligatory 15 minutes after the shot. And I'm like, oh, hello, are you here for the vaccination? I was like, yes. Oh, come on right in. So they they give me paperwork to fill out, like the fresh questionnaire, which makes it like the usual protocol. And then there is like literally no waiting. I walk in, they ask me, okay, is it like, you know, they ask me the details to double check, uh, double check the paperwork. And then I get a shot. And I was like, well, that's great that it was quick. But I hadn't planned for it. So I had to cancel some of my um, commitments that I had made some, some of the, uh, for the weekend and including this podcast recording because I knew in yeah. advance that I'll react to it because that's what happened to me all the time before, like right. three times before. And that's exactly what happened. Like Saturday and Sunday was incredibly miserable, but totally worth it. But I was just kind of amused by the fact that it was so quick. Yeah. I, I walked in there, uh, like, thinking I'll just ask for the details or, like, you know, and I'll be told, like, oh, yeah, probably, like, November or something. So I kind of was bracing myself for that, keeping yeah. in mind how the previous times went. And uh, this experience was complete opposite. <laughs> so that's how you can get an unexpected vaccination. Right. I oughta, I'll probably do that. I'll probably get my next booster when I'm back in my hometown. Or maybe because sometimes the university says come into this place at this time and we'll give you like a we'll give you the shot. Um but mm-hmm. I I haven't done that yet. Usually probably next time in my hometown, so probably for Thanksgiving or Christmas. Um I'll 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 get that done. I'll get boosted. Um but Yeah. Last week's episode was fun. Uh Yeah. From my end. <laughs> To record, because I was just like, well, I'm not going to plan any of this. I opened Logic, I started recording, and I just started talking. And it was I listened to it, Um, and I absolutely enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, But after I was done with it, because I I got the whole thing recorded, and I didn't have to do any editing, so I exported it and uploaded it to Anchor, and I got it all done within like 15 minutes. And then Uh I was like, well, that was easy. What do I do with all this time? (laughs) <laughs> that was easy. No, what I was thinking was, what if, what if I made a daily short podcast, right? Your daily sky. Um, <gasps> Skyla, do you need more projects in progress right now? Okay, no, but, but. Hear me out, right? <laughs> I did an experiment. I did an experiment. 
um sunday okay. night sunday night i i came like i i had the idea for like here's how i'm gonna do this right um sunday night like so i'll record it the night before and i'll upload it and it'll go out in the morning every weekday morning right so mm-hmm. i record it every every weekday night but not friday and with sunday so like mm-hmm. the night before right mm-hmm. um i did it sunday night and it was good and i didn't actually upload it to anything i just saved the files because this was just an experiment so i didn't release i wasn't planning on releasing anything i was just gonna see if i could do it for a week um, okay. and then i got there monday night looked at the looked at the logic window and went i don't think i want to do this and so i didn't <laughs> Um, so I recorded one day and then didn't didn't do it ever again, um, and that's okay. okay. Because no, okay. I don't make more okay. projects. I will. Um, I will, I was going. I was just going to say, like, do you realize you just reinvented blogging, but in the audio form? I mean, that's <laughs> to be fair. That's kind of what we've been doing for forty-seven episodes, right? Um, eh, yeah, but like you know, thing is like. You know, solo uh, epic podcast versus conversational ones, they still are different in my Yeah, that's true. Um, and that's fair. But And I've done blogging, and I can write, right? Um, like, oh, you definitely can, yes. I mean, yeah. RFA, Random Facts About, is a testament to the fact that I can write, um, hopefully. But um, but even then, the, the workflow for writing and making a blog post is different from the workflow for just talking um even though i i want to blog more and i have mm-hmm. a blog and i have ways to do it and i have one mm-hmm. blog post on my website which i'm kind of proud of um but it's a good one yeah um but that's all to say that's our recap for the week um but you said you had a <laughs> figure skating news yes i did i said it before we started recording so um Today uh, was Japan Open 2022. That is a non-ICU event. That is a small event that kind of like always happens early in the season, like at around this time. And it's by invitation. So it's not by the rating or anything. And it's just one. Uh, it's, it's a competition that uh, Japan Skating Federation organizes. I don't even think that the results in there go towards the like uh, international, like the rating board. I don't think so because only ISU uh, if, uh, ratings uh, events uh, contribute towards that. But anyways, today was the event, uh, this the skating event. So like, and it's like it's actually abbreviated. It's only men's singles, women's singles. There is no pairs, as far as I can, as far as I know. I w- haven't watched it yet because, as always, it's well. It's in Japan. It's in a very inconvenient time zone for us. But I will uh, figure out how to uh, watch the recording tomorrow morning, probably. But we have the results for um, overall results for men. And, well, as always, goes usual disclaimer, this podcast, like, we talk a lot about figure skating, but only about men's singles, because that's the only one I watch. That's it. And, well, Skylar, they don't watch any figure skating. They just tolerate me the entirety of <laughs> my knowledge of figure skating has come from this podcast exactly and like skyla is being incredibly gracious and tolerating me just ramble on about these things so um we have pretty um predictable results so the participants were in alphabetic order of the last names 
There were Michal Brezina, Jason Brown, Daniel Grassel, uh, Ilya Malinin, Kao Miura, and Shoma Uno. So, and that comes the first surprise, that Michal Brezina was A, invited, and B, he skated, because Michal Brezina of Czech Republic, because he did quite a big deal out of announcing that he's retiring on Beijing Olympics. So when I opened the results today, I was like, what the hell? So Michal Brezina skated and quite predictably got only 98 scores, 98.26 in total for both short and that's kind of... Mm. What, a, what, uh, what event is this again? Uh, Japan Open. Japan Open 2022. Got it. Uh, then, well, actually, no, or they did only free skates. Thing is, like, this, this event, I don't know much about it. Um, but then, uh, well, Jason Brown skated, but uh, he's also pretty, by the figure skating standards, pretty old, but he wasn't announcing that he's retiring. And, of course, like, the top three are also incredibly... Um, Predictable. Shoma Una, 193.8. Ilya Malinin, 193.42. And I've read, uh, I haven't, as I've said, I haven't seen it myself, but I've read that he wasn't able to land the his quadruple axel. That's another thing that we didn't talk about. And Kao Miura is on the third place with 169.94. And Grassel is at 166. So, that's one of the major things that happened, and I kind of was waiting to talk about it. But Ilya Malinin, in September, on the one of the junior ISU events, uh, because he still is qualified, you know, he still skates in uh, junior division as well. Uh, but because I think I've mentioned that, like, sometimes, like, for uh, it is possible for skaters to, but to compete in both divisions at the same time. And so Ilya Malinin landed quad axel. Oh. Uh-huh. Right. And it's ratified. Like, it, it is ratified because it was an ACU event, it was competition, it was clean. It looked incredibly impressive. The height wasn't there, but full rotation, like, no things. But And it's not surprising that he landed it because, I mean, I don't know if you've seen him. He's like, he's a classical light jumper. He's, first of all, he's incredibly young. He's like 17. So at the peak physical form, he's very light and small. So it makes jumping easy as well. And he's been very jump focused. So he has all other quadruple jumps. And got it. Obvious. And and then I looked at the, like, I looked at the short, uh, well, short slow mos of his jump. He did use the method, the technique that Yuzuruhani was using. And again, that wasn't difficult to copy because all those are public recordings. So congratulations to Ilya Malinin for making history and ratifying yeah. the quadruple axel. Yeah. Uh, good, good, for, good for him. Um, yeah. And it, it's like... It's, I just, it's, weird. Like, it's, just, it's weird that like, I, compl- I expected that Yuzu would be the one to do it, but... Like, but he now yeah. even like look even if like first of all we know we kind of like he did say that he can jump it and he jumped it it just um yeah. the it was never done in competition and that's why it doesn't count and now he yeah. will never be able to do it because he retired from competing 
That was something. Did I talk? Did I talk about it on the podcast? We did. We we did mention this. It's like Yuzu has done it, and we've seen videos of Yuzu doing it. Just the the ratification process for it. It requires now. I mean, I mean, he's. So. I, mean, I mean, he's retiring. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh yeah, we did talk about that. that. Yeah, because I would imagine that I was sad about it. It was uh, a very. It, it was probably the most emotional episode of this podcast we've had. Was when was when we talked about this. So. Okay. Okay. Oh God, what does it say about me that I don't remember? <laughs> oh my God, I'm so sorry. Oh, I don't remember anything we talked. Like this is the thing now. Like because anytime a friend messages me with with follow up, like there's one friend we have that's been going through old episodes yes. of this podcast, and every time he will ping me <laughs> with something. It's like Ben, if you're listening, I love you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. But every time he'll ping me with follow up without context. And then yes. I will have to guess what the context is, and it's hilarious. I would it would happen. It happened to me as well several times, and this is like this makes me so happy. First of all, hearing that yeah, Ben, but that Ben is listening through all like you know old podcast episodes and like catching up. And secondly, is like what on earth we were talking about. Just. But yeah, so um, these are the figure skating news. New no more will come because the season is has begun. And well, um, it's time for Shomona to shine, I guess. Finally, his time has come because he's at his prime right now. Yeah. What? Um, how old is he? Twenty. I. Okay, I can't check that, but like, I mean, I right now, I, can't, I mean, I don't want to click around. Uh, but you know, he got his uh, like second pro Olympic medal. Uh, so he medaled for the second time in the Olympics. He got. Uh, he got his uh world championship in uh in Montpellier, and well, now he's the best in the Japanese uh, skating field, which is again must be a bit bittersweet for him because he was you know he was only I think twice or even once able to overcome Yuzuru when they were both competing at the same time. But hey, you get what you can. And on the world field, he's he's like one of the top ones because, well, who is the competition? Mm, the competition is, you know, is like reasonable. It's not something unsurmountable. Plus, uh, we need to wait and see if Nathan Chen competes and whether Nathan Chen continues to be the darling of the U.S. Skating Federation or whether they have moved on to Ilya Malinin now. Uh, because, well... Again, judging and scores and all that. So yeah. we'll have to see. I, I uh, as long as Nathan Chen is competing, he's going to be every American's favorite figure skater. Um, well, he did get a gold, but the question is whether yeah. he's competing, he's continuing to skate or not, because he did mention on few interviews that he, oh now he wants to st- focus on studies and like. Boy, don't we all know that he's studying in Yale? Because every single U.S. commentator felt like they must mention that. I was very salty about it. But you know, I'm anyways... glad I didn't. I didn't watch U.S. coverage of anything with the Olympics because, of course, they would have mentioned that. Yes, um, every single time. Every but I didn't. But I didn't time. even know that. And, yeah. I, and 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 I was I was like, you know, why I was salty? Because well. Did anyone mention that Yuzuru Hanyu got his uh, degree in Waseda University, which is Japanese equivalent to Yale, if not well, better? Well, yeah, but the Americans don't care about that. 
Like, well, do I care about Yale? Well, yeah, no, that's the point. But um, <laughs> but this is what I'm saying is like Americans, and I'm saying on average, right? Americans only care about the Americans in the Olympics. Um, yeah, and 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 most of them wouldn't even know what the university you mentioned is, right? Just because that's like it's. And so it isn't. Well, I said it's internationally acclaimed university. It's it's incredibly annoying because it's it's just one of these stereotypical things about Americans. But and I'm incredibly happy yeah. that it is you saying that and not me. <laughs> yeah. Again, on average, not everyone's bad. Yeah, I know, but, I know, I know. Yeah. Um. So so yes, I actually don't mind cheering for Shomoun at all. But of course, my favorite this season's my. Two of them. It would be Jun uh, Jun Huancha, our dearest uh, skater who's skating for Korea, and Kao Miura. Yeah. Like, I feel uh, because if again, my memory is rubbish, but if memory serves me right, Kao Miura is from Sendai, and I feel like I am. Oh no, wait, no, he's from Yokohama. Who is from Sendai? Is it Shunsato? So, but yeah, for Kawamura and Shunsato, like for those two youngsters in Japanese uh, male si- singles figure skating, I can't, like I do like their style. Because uh, uh, so yeah, I'll be cheering for them, and I think both of them have moved on to senior division. So that's gonna be yeah. interesting because I'm I'm curious. I'm like thing is like I'm curious to see what are the new programs are. And I'm kind of like, like trying to be optimistic that it will still be interesting to watch despite the change in the scoring system again. There was small tweaking. Uh, so let's see. The first ICU event would be Canada Skate somewhere in the middle of October. I still think it's the- funny. We, we mentioned this before. Yuzu yeah. used to train in Canada. Correct. Which I, which I always thought was interesting. It's like you would expect a skater would train in their home country. No, nope. but, but I guess if you're t- if you're you know the best skater in the wor- or one of the best skaters in the world. Um, no, they all uh, yeah. train like well the 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 top skaters, not the the best. Like maj- quite a lot of skaters, athletes train where the infrastructure is. For example, there is like there like there is a bit of a joke running joke inside a joke about um ice dancing like uh in ice dance majority of the best pairs are all coming from the same from the same training school they're all in uh, canada and it's the same people like the same coaches and the same choreographers and they still compete with each other so there is a little bit of that and then um like a lot of um basically athletes they go to where there is there are coaches and when there is where there is infrastructure so for example again probably that's not happening anymore for obvious for obvious reasons hashtag current events but uh, uh australian skater he used to train in moscow because that's where you know that's where you you know the all the facilities are and the co- good coaches and good choreographers. Um, in Canada, like aforementioned Jun Huancha, he also trains in Canada to get, like with Brian Orsay. 
like the same uh, coach with as Yuzuru. Like Jason Brown. Jason Brown is American. He trains in Canada. Uh, so it's it's like not really dependent uh, where it is, but Canada has a lot of uh, like good coaches. You know, Russia used to. Um, yeah, what what like do for Canada example, and Russia have in common? They're they're both very cold places, um, or they they contain <laughs> very cold places. Yes, makes sense, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Those are the countries with the harsh winters and like as a result, like you know, proclivity for winter sports. I guess uh, this makes you know this makes me wonder if Yuzu has ever had poutine. What, you know what poutine is? Oh, is that 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 something with potatoes? Yes. Yeah, I, I've never had I it. I doubt it, it. And I want it. But if he's I been doubt in Canada. It. Well, uh, hearing his uh, food coach talk about his eating habits, I really, really doubt it. Fair. Because, like, because, like, what, what like, by the way, like, his dietitian, his dietitian complained that that. Uh, like individual is like not eating enough for the amount of training he does and like he's like you know has a like basically pecks like a bird so um so he had yeah. to invent all these like nutritious soups for him and all that stuff that uh so like that greasy potatoes are really really doubted on the on the other hand that you know he famously like you know his favorite food is gyoza gyoza is also pretty heavy so yeah. I mean, we'll never know. We'll really, really never know. Anyway, so that was figure skating. Dear Thanks. listeners, brace yourselves. It, there will be more. Thanks for listening to this episode of Figure Skating Corner. So I'm, I'm not, so I'm not going to come up with a story as to why we decided on this topic. I'm just going to say before every episode, we talk for a minute and say, what are we going to talk about today? Um, and you came up yeah. with this. You came up with today's uh, topic. So yeah, some. I was, I was going to do. I was going to do the professional podcaster thing and come up with a really good reason why we're talking about gift giving, but but no, we're not professional. Well, I'm, I'm not professional, yeah. not yet. Anyway, we're doing it for fun. Anyways, yeah, yeah I was just um, well, you know why I'm thinking about gift giving? Yep, because it's October already. Time to get your Christmas shopping done. See, see, okay, this is another thing. This is another thing is um the holiday season when i maybe i'm misremembering this but when i was young the holiday season started no earlier than the first of november okay Um, and i'm not talking about holiday season i'm talking about preparing for it fair that's fair because like when you're in like look my logic is as follows when you're in holiday season and holiday mood you want to be enjoying it you want to, like, well, as much as one can enjoy. And again, if end of year celebration is not your jam, I fully appreciate it. I, I wasn't uh, much, you know, I wasn't much of a celebrator uh, myself until relatively recently. Well, or maybe not that rel- not that recent. Anyways, I digress. Like, when you are in the holiday mood, like in December, like because for me, the end of year festivities start in December. As a mostly as a coping mechanism with winter, uh, when that time comes, you want to enjoy it. You want to be like 
you know, thinking about making gingerbread cookies or decorating your place or like, you know, trying to figure out what do we do with the, with the fir tree this year or do we even do it or not, that kind of stuff. So it's kind of like all the yep. pleasant things. You don't want to be stressing yourself with gift, with, with gift sure. buying. Fair. And especially in our day and age, in this year of, of Holy Beavers of 2022, supply chain issues still persist. Holy Beavers of 2022. Title. Well, <laughs> I mean, uh, there are beavers. They are holy. They've been holy for 2022 years. That's because I decided so. Anyways. I, I think so. We, you've you've mentioned before that you're atheist, right? And yes. I think when it like it, it sometimes like the the whole holy beavers thing is like it's it's really good, but I think we need to qualify that no, it's not. This isn't another religion. It's just <laughs> just me being silly. <laughs> it's just a thing. Like, because well, it was was it Maddie or someone who had like a a knitted pillow or something that said beavers give me strength. Um. Uh, it is something i'm embroidering right now i'm 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 making myself like a small placket that says beavers give me patience (laughs) good good i like it that's good (laughs) yes but but yeah um but no um (laughs) sorry i got uh, sidetracked with the title but uh but yeah um (laughs) well yeah be like uh, like for right now i won't even be able to tell you where the beavers are coming from but that's just something with me and my friend from university we used to say like we like because we were both atheists and we were like trying to stop invoking God, God and like Christ at any point of time. It was like, what do we replace? And like somehow beavers came up. You know how these like running jokes happen. You don't even remember where they're coming from. So yeah, yeah. and I keep saying it. And then I was informed that well, mm, anyways, not going there. So in See, December, you want to be, you want to reduce the amount of your stress, right? Yeah. And also, everyone will be shopping for gifts. So every shopping place would be a massacre, figuratively speaking, hopefully. Uh, It would be crowded and it would be, you would be like, you would be facing, if you're doing shopping in person, you'd be facing crowds. You would be facing uh, possible shortages, possible hikes in price. If you're doing it online, then you'll be... uh, You'd be stressed whether it's going to be delivered on time or not. Am I going to get any customs fees or not? Is customs even going to do things? They're there, whatever thing they do on time. So you want to do it all early. Get your, get your gifts early, done early in October, November. Wrap them. Put them somewhere in the closet. Hidden away. And then just chill. That's my logic. Yep. That's, what, that's how I do gifts. Sounding, judging by your reaction, that's not what you do. So, so one thing I didn't realize, which is kind of obvious, you have to deal with customs so much more than I do. Um, mm-hmm. Because everything I get shipped, you know, the U.S. is huge. Um, yeah. Yada, 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 you're, yada the you're, U.S. is huge. You're, blah, blah, you're, blah. Your shopping is so good. You get shopping so easy. Everything's available domestically. Oh, yeah. I'm so jealous. Yeah, but do you have to pay sales tax on it? Um, that's well, okay. everyone has to pay sales tax on it. Like okay, I no, have sales no. tax V twenty seven percent. This is this used to be a thing. If Amazon, and I, I'm invoking Amazon, I'm sorry, but if that's Amazon right. doesn't have a facility in your state, you didn't have to pay sales tax on it. 
Um, what? That used, to, that used to be a thing. And I, I mean, that might still be a thing. But in most places, you pay sales tax on Amazon purchases. But you didn't used to have to, um, apparently. No, sales tax is like inevitable evil. And again, like uh, apologies yeah. for my ignorance, but I'm kind of like drawing the direct equivalence equation between sales tax and VAT, which is value-added tax. I think that's what VAT stands for. But it's kind of like it's a sales tax. Like, you know, you buy it for whatever you buy. And here in Hungary, it's freaking 27%. VAT? Uh-huh. It's like one of the highest VATs in Europe. Right. Um, it, VAT uh, is a European thing, as far as No, it's not. Oh, well, it's not a US thing. Um, I had never <laughs> heard of it I, until I, I, I had think, European because, friends. Uh, like, VAT is the thing in the, all the countries I used to live, and I've lived not just in EU. So, um, no, it's... Okay, but then what's the value-add that... of value-add tax, right? And what's the sales tax, then? Okay, well, sales tax is tax on a sale. That's obvious. Well, this is the same. This is like, you know, value-added tax, like nalok uh, nadobavach nustoimost. It is like, it's the, uh, it's the tax on the fact that it was sold to you and probably was sold to you. Uh, well, it's not the margin tax. So it's like, it's, 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 a, it's a tax on a purchase, basically. It's Fair. just like, for some reason, it is called added value. Added what? Who the hell knows? Ask accountants. I got B minus for accounting in the in, in my masters. I'm taking an economics class right now, but it's very US centric. Um, but anyway, uh, no. So the thing with gift giving. Now, economics right? and accounting are two different things. I know, I know, but it's all money. Um, we're not yeah, going down this like... rabbit hole. We're not going down this. No, rabbit we're hole. not. No, no, um, we're not. We're not. The you're, thing you're right. with gift giving for me yes. is I. So when I was, you know. I'm only 20 years old, um, and I, I, you know, um, and I think that's the first time I've said that on this podcast because I turned 20 like a month ago, but um, the thing is, I'm not, when it comes to immediate family, I'm the youngest, first of all, and I'm not mm-hmm. super expected to have fancy gifts for everyone. Um, what I usually do is I just think for a little bit, and it sort of works because. Sometimes with a sibling, we'll go out like Christmas shopping and we'll look at gifts. And like if I'm with another one of my siblings, we just we won't buy each other's gifts. Although we mm-hmm. might be silently thinking while we're there what we'll get for the other one who's also there. But what we're doing mm-hmm. is we're looking at gifts for the other sibling and the parents, like like small mm-hmm. stuff we could get. And my it's like it's not about when it comes from the kids, right? Because usually, and it's like this is a whole family thing, and like. Um, but the best gifts come from the parents and then anything from the kids, it's just like, it's the, it's the, it's a symbol, it's this gesture that yeah. is like the whole thing. about. So last year I just like, I went to the mall, right. And there was one of those, one of those like pop-up shops with random stuff. And I just, it's like, I got my sister some Pocky. Um, mm-hmm. and Food those are gifts good. Are the, are good. Yeah. Because you eat them, you enjoy them, and then that's it. And the secret was, I got, they, they were selling big packs of Pocky. And so what mm-hmm. I did was I got two of them, wrapped one of them, and ate the other one. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so really, anytime I buy gifts, I'm buying gifts for myself. But, um, and then, the funny thing was, oh so I was, I was shopping with my older sister last year. And uh, we went to one of the stores, and I pointed out, like, a cool mug that was heat-changing. 
that was it's it's like a galaxy mug where you pour in a hot liquid and so when it's when it doesn't have a hot liquid in it you can sort of see stars and when you pour in the hot liquid it fills into constellations and it looks ah, cool that's a nice um and while we were shopping i pointed it out and was like oh that's cool um and then we kept going and then um christmas comes around uh christmas day comes around and i unwrap the present and um and it's that mug and it's from mm-hmm. that sister and i'm like you got this after i pointed it out right and so that was fun that was good um and it was just and then i think i got like a shirt for my dad um, just like one of those one of those dumb dad joke shirts that um oh but it's yeah. not about like you could put any random crap on the shirt and dad would wear it because it was gifted from one of his kids like that's how it works um yes usually yes absolutely yeah. god the amount of i i i mean uh when um i i i started like giving gifts independently like out of pocket money that i wasn't working but like like during university time and then like you know the, the fun part started when i actually started traveling and i you know the tradition in our family is like when you travel you come back gifts no matter the season and the amount of yep. ties my dad caught was just absolutely impressive because it was a very e- kind of like easy solution because he liked uh, various ties and he wore them every day when he was working now he's retired but like he definitely was one of those um classic old fashioned uh office people he wore a full suit sh- uh, like a a bright white iron shirt and a tie to work every day and so as a result like you know you want a variety in your ties if you wear them every day and uh i remember one of the one of my favorite ones i got him was like was red like kind of like this nice dark red with tiny polar bears on it so right i was I like it. yeah yeah it Dude. was a it was a nice winter winter tie so yeah and it was like yeah he, he wore it to work it's <laughs> It's not as much of a norm here to send to get gifts whenever you travel. That has mm. happened because, like, I remember as a kid, my dad would go off to, I don't know, there was a couple times he went to Boston for work, um, and he would get us stuff from. He'd get us like, I don't know, usually it's like postcards. Um, mm-hmm. but I like he would bring back stuff and that was cool. But that's not that's yeah. not like a, a cultural norm as much. But um, no, it is a know. big deal in in our part of the world. And for example, right. me, me and my, my me and my friend, my best friend who lives also in Budapest, when we travel, uh, like each of us, like separately, because we haven't traveled together yet, even though we keep trying to plan it. But we always bring each other stuff, and like these days, actually something edible, so that then you don't have to, uh, like you know, deal with the clutter. And uh, for example, but, like she was. But if you bring uh, something edible, you have to worry about it expiring before you get home. But. Or you just get something packaged goods. Okay. Yes, yeah. it's like for example, like my, my my friend was to she she was to London the other week. Well, guess what? She brought me Jaffa cakes and some tea. Good. I like it. I like it. <laughs> yes, and so it's like and the same like you know whenever I like I've like, no God I remember like remember when I was like in in Geneva I brought her like a massive box of chocolates because well you're in Switzerland. It's a bit dangerous to bring cheese because good like cheese is hit and miss, but everyone likes chocolate. So, and again, like for reference, Swiss if che- I'm if I'm ever in Switzerland, 
I'm getting myself cheese because uh, I love cheese. Um, well, if I ever go lactose intolerant, it will be the worst day of my life because I love. I, I well, make I sure to keep eating then something milk so that you stay lactose tolerant because then yeah. don't repeat the mistake I made. I think I've told you that that sad story of me becoming accidentally lactose intolerant. I think so. This is just a theory of mine, but I think there was a while last year that I hadn't I hadn't drank milk or like had dairy stuff in a long time. And then uh-huh. I went I went over I went to someone's house and uh someone made like macaroni and cheese or something like that and like something was happening and so I was like, I think this is the reaction people have when they're lactose intolerant. It wasn't bad, but it was enough for me to notice. And like uh-huh. and then I think I eventually trained myself out of it because I was back home and home like because I go so, grocery so, shopping for dorms, right? Like, I get stuff in my dorm, but I worry about getting stuff that can expire. Because I'm always worried that I'm not going to drink, like, I'm not going to use it in time of when it expires. Uh, and that's why I don't usually get myself milk when I'm in a dorm. But back home, that's not a problem because it's not just me. Yeah, um, but also there are yeah. other dairy, there is other dairy stuff that is not milk that, like, has a longer shelf life. Yeah, I can get like packaged cheese. I should probably do that. Like some of the yeah, because like yeah. you don't want to your microflora that is responsible for lactose uh, digestion. You don't want it to die out because that's what happened to me. Because I switched to I like you know like I don't eat dairy that much, and so I when I switched from cow milk to oat milk in my coffee, after yeah. a year or so, I realized I can't eat ice cream anymore, and that is like. Well, that is a food tragedy of my life. Now I am in. Okay, like thankfully the vegan ice cream became very tasty, yeah. and actually I can deal with cheese. Okay, um, maybe because it's fermented, so like it's all fine. Because I, God, don't say fermented. Don't ruin cheese for me. Uh, that's a, that's a joke. But but yeah, fermented is not a good word when it's next to food. Um, no, it is good. It is a good. It is a very good word. Lots of good stuff is fermented. Sauerkraut. Yeah. Wine. Kefir. Kimchi. Uh, miso. Beer. Mm. Wine. Whiskey. Um, that's not food. That's, that's alcohol. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it's still fermented. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. What else is fermented? Um, tons well, of like, good food is fermented. So, it's so like I, it's I haven't food. tried blue cheese. Right. We're talking about cheese. Right. We're, we're supposed to be yeah. talking about gifts. We're talking about cheese now. Um, welcome to the podcast. Um, Hello. <laughs> Have you met how, us? <laughs> okay, first of all, I, I, I'm going to continue, but how did we get to cheese again? Um, oh, no, you're talking about Switzerland. You were talking about Switzerland. Yes. Um, and thing is, like, like, you know, again, we should be talking about France in relation to cheese. Uh, but, yeah, Switzerland, do, they do cheese as well, but not as good as France. I haven't tried, like, a blue cheese yet. Um, eh, you're it, not missing much. It kind of worries me. Um that I'm not going to like it, because I, I, I am normally a fan of cheese. And when I say that, I'm, I'm not just saying I'm a fan of American cheese, right? I'm a fan of actually good cheese, right? Um, that That's a good title. Um, But I haven't, like, I want to try it. It's one of those things, like, I'm going to try it at some point. But it just worries me, because mold is well, usually a bad thing, right? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> this is one of those cases yeah. where a food is breaking a rule. And it's worrying, right? Because mold is usually a bad thing. Yeah, typically. And in the case of blue cheese, apparently it's not. So, um, well, it is a very specific type of mold, and it but it's is still not mold. Like... It's still a fungus. 
usually don't eat fungus. Not kind usually, of mushrooms. Well, but, uh, well, look, you eat mushrooms, like, you know, but, like, don't you eat champignons? I mean, I don't love mushrooms, but there are, like... Why not? You do eat mushrooms. Well, so, the... The most is it the classification we that weeds you out? Do you, you know how you know how there is um there's a topic in our topic list called favorite foods revisited, and we decided yes. not to do that this week. But anyway, uh, we'll do that. We'll do that soon. But um, I don't do I don't do <laughs> mushrooms partially because of the taste and partially because of the texture. Um, but also I the see. most common mushroom we have here in the U.S. is a uh, portobello, and like. So anytime someone says mushroom, that's sort of assumed what you meant, because like there's not other types of mushrooms that people have most of the time. I um, thought that would the most default would be champignons, the so-called button mushroom. No, no, it's portobello. Or oh well, it's, oh, it's okay. mini portobello. It's called baby bella, but it's it's a portobello. Interesting, um, because like because here at least like you know in in here in Hungary the default mushroom is the button mushroom, and like champignons. I. That's Fair. that's the more proper name I would say, but I could, uh, I could be wrong about the terminology. So if anyone, if anyone yeah, part, knows no, more part, about part, mushrooms part, than me, part, no, portobello is definitely a different type of mushrooms, and those are good as well. I like, I like. I mean, I buy a portobello. I buy portobello mushrooms when I'm making risotto. Actually, because I, for I risotto, do, I like. Yeah, I can do mushrooms in like stir fry or like on a pizza, um, like if they're cooked, and like all that sort of stuff. Um, but just like on their own, or like most of the time, I'll avoid them. But like, it's just. It's not my not my type, uh, but also I I like I don't I don't have a, a very developed palate for vegetables in general. But anyway, mushrooms are not vegetables. Yes, but like, but are they? Aren't they? Aren't they though? No, they are not. They're their own thing. Like because they're like you know if you look look at these whole classification like by Carl Linne it is like there is a kingdom of animals. Uh, like okay, living no, creatures, but, then there but, are plants, and then there are mushrooms. Mushrooms are their own thing. Okay, but but vegetable. Yes. The term vegetable is not a biological term. It's a culinary term. Yes, but still, to be a vegetable, you have to be a plant. But but mushrooms are their own thing. Okay, but <laughs> anyone listening, right? Mushrooms <laughs> are basically vegetables. No, because, they're not. They're protein. They, they, they're, like... they're not. Okay, but no. Um, okay, duck, duck, go. Car, mushroom. There's a whole other. There's a whole other conversation we had here as to why you use duck, duck, go. Um. Yeah. Yes. What, what's wrong with duck, duck, go? I don't know. I just always use Google. Um. Oh. oh. Okay. No. Like, and again, the internet agrees with me. Are mushrooms vegetables? GrowCycle.com. No, they are a type of fungi. Technically, mushrooms aren't plants, so they aren't classified okay. as either fruits or vegetables. Okay, but but that's a biological distinction. And it's not. we're not talking about biology. We're talking about, like, culinary stuff. And uh, uh, NewHealthAdvisor.org. Are mushrooms a vegetable? Mushrooms are not really vegetables. They have no seeds, no leaves, and no roots. And unlike vegetables, no need light source to flourish. I mean, I'll agree with I'll agree with like tomatoes are technically fruits, but like you would like what do you, what what do you put on a salad? Right, vegetables besides eggs, like eggs and cheese 
Those are separate. People but if you take put off the eggs and cheese, chicken breasts on a salad, would you qualify okay, no. it as a vegetable too? People put croutons on a salad. Okay, we're gonna put a pin <laughs> in this conversation and come back to it next week because we okay. still have to talk about gifts, right? <laughs> so. Okay. All right. So your approach to gift giving is more. Free for free flowing. You're clearly yeah. like from the because you mentioned going to a mall, but the me, important question is when do you go to the mall? So last year, here's the thing: I'm not back home from from university until about the first or second week of December. Um, okay. So that's the first chance I've got to go shopping for gifts. Um, assuming I haven't thought about it beforehand, and like I could think about it beforehand, and I could do stuff like that. But if if most of the gifts that I like, most of what I'm giving, it, it's not anything special. It's the act of doing it that makes it special. Mm-hmm. And in that case, because of that, I, like it's not supposed to be a stressful thing. Um, and and yeah, so, when you put it like that, yes, definitely, and fully agree with that. Um. So, but, uh, yeah, the the point is. Um, it's just not like, I, I, like, I I go to the mall and find something funny, right? That's, that's the Mm -hmm. best part is just finding something that will make someone laugh. Um, or, or just like a a special gift or something like that. But, um, but yeah, Uh, there's the whole other part of gift giving that isn't the holidays, but is birthdays. Um, and I don't know if that's a thing in other cultures, but in the U S gifts given on birthdays are as important if not more important sometimes as gift given gifts given during the holidays that's um, basically yes like when you're an adult you get gifts twice a year like on your birthday and on the end of year celebration whether it is new year christmas or any other version that i'm not aware of but, um, but the weird thing is during a birthday it's a one-way gift giving whereas in the holidays it's like it's yes. both ways and that makes it different but that's yeah but then like you know you have a birthday one day then the other person who gave you a gift has a birthday so it's kind of like it's still there is still a bit of a cycle gift you know yeah it's not both at the same time but i remember like as a yeah. kid there was always like how many people do you invite to your birthday party it's partially you rank them by who are who are your best friends at that moment but also it's like who will give me the best gifts and and the real thing <laughs> you're thinking about there is whose parents are the most rich um <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! Don't oh know. <laughs> I don't. Okay, I'm. I don't think that's actually something I thought about when I was when I was really young. Um, but it's like okay. I, I, everyone thinks about it as like, yes, it's a party. But kids are monsters and they're selfish, so of course they're gonna think about who's who's gonna who's got the best gifts. Like, how many people can I invite to this party? Not because I want to have all my friends there, but because I want to have the most amount of gift givers there. Um, right. Um, okay. This is well, the way. This is the well, way children I, I, think, right? I wonder what does it say to me because, like, as a kid, I never had a birthday party. Like that would involve not my relatives. Probably just a culture thing. And I never even wanted one to be honest. So it was misanthropic even as a kid. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's not how I would say it, but. Um... <laughs> No, it's just like no, it's kind of like a very amusing thought to me right now. 
<laughs> yeah, so like you know, I, I mean, I had the, the celebrations, but uh, I mean, it was always family, like you know, my 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 parents, my brothers, and well, I got tons of gifts because like it would be separate gifts for every one of them, and it was amazing. And oh god, I remember once my brother, he uh, missed my birthday because he was on a business trip, and then as an apology, he brought me an entire box, massive box full of books. It was so amazing. He knows me well. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. So yeah, birthday gifts is a separate thing for you. It, well, it's it's, fish, it's the same thing because it's the same gifts, like same type of gifts, but mm-hmm. it's it's um. And also, like, there's some um. Back when I was part of the church, like I Easter was a thing. And that wasn't as a gift giving as much as it was like just um we would have the 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 Easter bunny would, would come by and give us all chocolate. Um Yeah, I was going to say isn't Easter all about just food and chocolate and the bunny that lays eggs? Yeah, apparently. Um <laughs> it took me way too long as a child to realize bunnies don't actually lay eggs. Um Right? Um <laughs> But no, that's fine. Uh, this podcast is off the rails, but it's okay. Oh, definitely. There, there were definitely. never any rails to begin with. Um, yes, we are not a tram. Ex- <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. What are these? Yeah. So I've been doing way too much research on trains recently, um, and y'all will know why at some point Soon. in the future. Um, oh, so, I can't wait. So now that's anyway. a nice teaser. Anyway. Anyway, so look, okay, the takeaway from this conversation, Skylar, <laughs> is that, is that like once, cheese? yes, and that you, we, like, like, you will need to, once you change your, um, well, situation with gift giving, probably when you graduate and start working, I strongly, wholeheartedly, recommend that you take my adopt my approach to gift giving and plan for them early you will save yourself so much stress right and also train sense. everyone in your life to do wish lists like seriously wish list is the way to go yeah um one of these days we'll just have technology to read people's minds or just hack into facebook and ask facebook what they've been i don't know a lot of my family uses facebook and i don't so um yeah i don't either which like i i finally deleted my my facebook account at one point and my mom mm-hmm. was like why did you do that because like i never checked it but my mom was would always like tag me on stuff and oh, and that's how it, so when that's i deleted my account just... she could no longer tag me i um, see so yeah. funnily yeah. enough today i was asked about oh i used to follow you on instagram what happened and i was like um i just kind of like deleted everything from there so like you know check my blog instead and then yeah and then it was like we went down the rabbit hole of like oh but blogs are so fussy it's like you need to keep it in the bookmarks and i was like and then i listened to that and it's like what about the rss feeds and yeah mm, most that wasn't the normal people don't understand what rss feeds are um that's basically what i've been kind of told but in a more polite way (laughs) 